guys it's mike five from newmusicsaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's new music saturday um this is uh this is a bit special for us in recent times because we've had so many amazing interviews over the last year 18 months or so with you know especially with you know coronavirus and the lockdowns and everything people aren't gigging so they're you know uh, more able to come on the show so it's actually a bit of a treat to go back to a non-interview show which is really nice we get to play well, hopefully over 30 songs across the two parts. Uh, and in part one, we have got ear-to-ear tunes lined up for your listening pleasure uh, by, honestly, some of the world's best independent bands. It really is incredible. It's a proper rock and roll episode um, with all kinds of great stuff in there. Um, there's a, I also get to talk a little bit about my own uh, record label adventure that I've started recently, which is quite exciting. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more about that, then um, you can follow my Twitter, which is at Mike1in5 with the number one. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit about that. There's all kinds of stuff and all kinds of songs, uh, including punk. I asked for punk and you sent me punk. I love you guys. Um, so thank you so much for listening. I am sure you're going to enjoy this if you're a fan of the show. And part two is on the way soon as well. Cheers, guys. Is, is that is that a good lead-in? I mean, what's that... <laughs> to new music Saturday hashtag NMS with myself Dr. Bones a doctor many things but not a medical doctor and of course my partner in crime the guitarist wish they were and uh, a comment that uh, um, Kim made earlier before we got online and she goes the fashion will be late to Mike 5 <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that's fair so, I, so I think we're going to have that added to your title like in the beginning <laughs> I'm not even sure it's fashionable. I think it's yeah, embarrassingly yeah. late. Well, well, no, I mean, this, 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 this is all good humor fun. I, mean, it's like, it's, 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 I love that. And it, it just seems a lot more eloquent too, right? So, yeah, no, it's good. Fashionably no, I love late, it. Mike Five. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel like some sort of diva when you say that, which is, you know, makes me feel very special. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, man, good. Um, this was... Uh, um, uh, uh, easier kind of list but still a little bit more tricky because it's been so used to doing the, the 25 26 so now we're doing 32 which is totally cool but trying to uh stuff together and man we had a couple happy accidents and i talked about this earlier so 
One was we were going to play, initially we were going to play Tex-Mex Shaman Song, his new song, Chunka, which came out a couple of weeks ago, or even last week, but we had the world premiere of that, which was awesome. But he sent, yeah. he sent a song today saying, oh, well, well, here's our newest one. It's been up for about five days, blah, blah. It's like, well, fucking right. Let's do it. So <laughs> for, for, perfect. So just switched them out, done. And then for initially the last three songs of uh, part two, down the, Hot Check Down the Rabbit Hole, would uh, two were still in existence. One was Ray from the Grave, but they're like older songs, like a couple years plus. Yeah, and that's okay. Well, we've got to switch one. Want, switch one of those. Wrong. It's not a problem. And Adam Bostock new songs. Okay, done. Perfect. I got a perfect spot <laughs> for it. Removes like okay. That made things so much easier. But then when I was actually doing those, I told you about this. Is I had everything in Dropbox. I'm looking at the Dropbox file, and I was like, okay, well, I got everything. Like, what? Somebody missing? Why is there 33, not 32? And we're going with 33 anyways. So, but so <laughs> I, 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 I was looking at, it, and so I was doing like a checklist. It's like, oh, that's what I forgot. It's like I could have I read down because the way I looked for it quickly, I thought I had written down a song by Clint, Clint Slate, No Way Out, but nope. And in the Dropbox, I was like, oh, okay, there we go. So, <laughs> all sorted. <laughs> and then, yeah, and the other one was, uh, um, and this was part of the email, but it was from Robert Clown Car. You know, and then the email was pretty vague, and like, new one, Van, uh, Vanny Affair, uh, RCC, it's like, well, it just, it comes up, but like, when you, when you load it, it comes, it comes up, and there's, there's like, no other thing than Vanny Affair, it's like, I'm not quite sure, so, it's like, you know what, no problem, I download it, hit it, hit up on iTunes, it's like, ah, oh, there we go, like, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of sounded familiar, but I didn't want to, by accident, put the wrong band name down, you know, so like, I better double check yeah, here, yeah. so I downloaded, okay, there he goes, okay, it is Rubber Clown Card, so cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Uh, I I saw a few actually. It was because you know often if we, if one of us puts a tweet out, we get lots of replies, and I think people assume that we can automatically connect the reply on the email. But personally, I don't have the brain capacity to do that, so I'm constantly looking things up, going, "Hey, was that that person or that person?" <laughs> well, um, that's yeah. one reason why I start too, because initially when I put the songs down or I start in the Dropbox, I don't always put their Twitter handle or whatever they have. Whereas you know, yeah. So, yeah. I will go back, but that's why I started them. That way I can type in the, 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 the song name, or if the band name is attached to the MP3, then I can pull it right up. Sometimes I have to go through a few emails because it doesn't come up. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's the one, that's the one. But generally speaking, I try to put the handles and song titles down right away so I don't forget it. It makes my job a lot easier, obviously. Yeah, definitely. You're quite good at that. Because when people come back, it's like, man, like, like, I, I can't find a song anywhere. It's like, okay, resort to iTunes. Just a song name. Well, Shit! Where's that? E- where's that email? I got to find the email and scramble. So I'm looking through all the emails. Like, and sometimes I haven't stored them by accident. It's like, it's like, oh crap! So I'm going through like 25 plus emails to find. Like, oh, here it is. Finally, still nothing. Else to say. So the last resort, obviously, is email abandoned. You know, but I like yeah. to see if I can find it first before I do that. But if, if I do, not a big deal. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, sorry, man. I bought, I bought the new Lost Chimes uh, album on vinyl. Oh, it's so beautiful. So, it's, and it's just a beautiful thing. When I saw that, I was like, I was like there are four lots of gold. Perfect. Because I, I got the notification at 1230. Thank God I work overnight. It's like, okay, well, I'm going along and buying it right now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not wasting any time. And like, four lots of okay, score. Cool. Like, you got it there. You got it there. It's absolutely lush. Man, I tell you what as well. I'm I'm pretty excited. I was saying this at home earlier to to miss five <laughs> okay. uh, but I was just like fashion release <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's why I was late as a yeah, channel yeah. <laughs> but no I said I'm, I'm genuinely like I, I now get really excited about these episodes where there's no interview because 
like I guess it was always a bit more of a balance and because of all the lockdowns and all the madness in the world obviously no one's gigging loads of people have been around it's been absolutely brilliant but I also really like where there's not an interview we can just smash out 30 odd songs and just oh, yeah. a whole night of music like I find that really exciting I I'm, I don't mean I don't find the interviews exciting obviously I love yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know it's great I wasn't it right it's brilliant but <laughs> but it is honestly it's a really nice kind of uh you know just to have that kind of once a month or whatever it's a nice bit of sort of freedom almost isn't there just to kind of go right let's go let's play some music i really like it you know what man and uh, i uh i i totally agree and i was i was kind of telling and this morning i was going pretty pumped with the show day like and when i saw adam's reply to uh no our comments on uh, come for me it was like well it so sounds like why won't you die like uh jonathan davis and chester bennington right yeah yeah yeah. it's like a lovely reference for the old man it's so true it's it's got that just dark eerie kind of creepy feel man Speaking of which, just before we get to our first song, there's a there's a uh, um, a show on Netflix called Haunted, and yeah. it's people like recounting real life ghost stories and that sort of thing. And some of it, man, it is just it's it's creepy, pretty fucking creepy. I'm not gonna lie. And, and of course, of course, no. I, I I'm watching this on midnight sometimes. Right, so I'm watching this in the overnights. And I'm not I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple times I was sitting there, like Jesus fucking Christ, you know, like and just, just almost jumped out of my chair. Right? Just like. Like, I, lo- I, lo- I love that stuff, but holy crap, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Zach, where is that? He's kind of jumped back, which is, oh my god, whoa, okay. <laughs> and, and, and of course, of course, uh, of course, one of the ones me to do the, the destroys from Canada is like, oh, go perfect. Oh, yeah. that's just great, you know. <laughs> but either way, hilarious. So, so, if you guys like that sort of thing, check it out. It's called Haunted, and uh, they actually, actually have uh, Haunted Latin America, so they got the subtitles. and so I watched that one too, which is still pretty, uh, pretty creepy. And those stories had some, yeah, yeah. So good stuff. And uh, the one, <laughs> the one more thing I watched, they, they, it's a movie. It's like an hour and a half. It made like a documentary, and it's, it's a French one. And it's, uh, the guy is trying to help people who've had like hauntings or whatever sort of thing. So, and like I understood most of it, so I didn't have to really look at the subtitles, you know. So I'm right. watch, I'm watching it, and I was like. It wasn't too predictable, which was good. So it still had that creep kind of a, a jump factor sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but at the end, I was like, oh, no. Oh, seriously? Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, you just, <laughs> I mean, this wasn't too bad, but you just, you know, you just crapped it out with that. Like, thanks for that finish, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, well, that's an hour and a half of my life when we get back, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> Man, I, you know, I never watched it. Um not for any reason other than right. I, I never got around to it, but um, you remember when Game of Thrones was a massive oh, thing? Oh, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, people obviously loved it. No, I, I never saw it, so I can't really say, but it didn't, it's not my sort of thing Same necessarily. Here. But um, anyway, people obviously loved it, but the disappointment when it got to the end of the last series from basically know, everyone I'd ever met was just like, it almost made me want to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> just, I know. Yeah. Just go, well, why is this so disappointing? But it's one of those programs, I think, where it, like, you probably can't end that well. Do you know what I mean? You probably can't end it in a way that's going to make people happy right. because the expectation is so high. You know, like If people love it that much, how can you possibly end it in any way that everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, that was great? Yeah, you exactly. Probably, you probably couldn't, could you? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know... What choice do you have? <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 to me is the same as Lord of the Long movie. Just it's not for me. No, I can't do it. <laughs> not even ten minutes. I was I was snoring. Like I just so bored. 
But that's just me. That's just like just not my thing. So yeah, no, same. Yeah, no, there's loads of stuff. There's loads of obscure that, stuff that, I like that no one else likes. Yeah. That's fine. That, 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 that's why for me, it's, it's not Lord of the Rings. It's Lord of the Long Movie, right? So <laughs> Lord of the Long Movie. Yeah, I tell so... you what, though, I read the books when I was about uh, eight, I think, and they were amazing. I did absolutely love them. And I would still go back and read those, but yeah, I'm the same with the films. It's like, oh, it's quite, it's well filmed, it's well shot, but yeah, well, I'm not it's, it's, sit there. it's nothing against yeah. the effects of it. It's just, just not my thing. Like, it's uh, yeah. I did once watch all three Godfather movies in a row, and then two Lord of the Rings films, which I think is they're all about three hours each. So oh, I think it's about fifteen hours. We were, we, to be honest with you, we were quite intoxicated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and much younger than I am now. But um, but what was really weird is in Lord of the Rings, you've obviously got Frodo. And in The Godfather, you've got Fredo. Oh, yeah, yeah. There becomes a point halfway through that where you have no fucking idea what's going on because you've been sitting there getting drunk watching movies for 15 hours. And you're like, wasn't, why is he a hobbit? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so fucked up. You're like, wasn't he called Fredo earlier? <laughs> Did I miss um, something here? Yeah. yeah, that was the same, uh, sidetracking, I know, but that was the same weekend where we finished it. We, we didn't. We couldn't watch the third Lord of the Rings. We're like, right. two is enough. We're done now. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and there was like three of us. I think um, we're probably about 15 or so. One of my mates got picked up um, by his parents or whatever to go home. And there's me and my mate face. And uh, we're like, right, let's get some sleep. Let's go to bed. We'd had this banging weekend. And then my yeah. mate phoned me and he was like, do you guys want to go night fishing? We're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we had like half an hour of sleep and then went night fishing and caught. Oh, fuck wow. all. I've never been fishing before or since. I don't think it's, you know, yeah. again, that's that's something people love and I don't get. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good weekend. Yeah, well, um, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way to end that. Sorry, there's no way to bring yeah. it back to music or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I, I, I guess there's there's string instruments for the Sony musical stuff for or the long movie, but you know, <laughs> yeah, guys, so there's, very vague, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I tried. So, without further ado, <laughs> we have uh, NMS uh, slash world uh, NMS exclusive uh, world premiere of the brand new Millie Tamara song, and we are very excited to play this and uh, very honored the fact that we got first shot ahead of the BBC. So, yeah, and BBC is well respected and, and that sort of thing, but we're just like, you know. I just want to say, haha, we got it first. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with Millie Tamaris, the NMS exclusive slash rule premiere with Dark in here. Dig this. Looking out on the passenger side, all I can see is the blurry lights. After all, the dude just said, and I'll never leave my head. What can I do? Spare myself.
Oh man, I just uh, literally like mind blown. This uh, when she sent the song, when she have a listen to it, I my jaw hit the floor. It's like, oh my god! Uh, just first off, the, the the imagery within her lyrics really, really paints a solid picture of like kind of love and loss and toxic, a bit of a toxic relationship. And holy crap! And, and you know what? She has such power behind her voice, and it was such a pleasure to interview her not too long ago. And we will have her back on at some point again very, very soon. But man, her her vocals are just just you know uh, for for a uh, uh, for a small for a tiny thing. I mean, literally, the, you know, she sounds like she's six feet tall, and that you know, you know that that voice is going to go echo for miles. And that combined uh, <laughs> with a backup band, with 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 her band, holy crap! I just mean the guitar work that that soul was absolutely fantastic, but. It just, I just, I, there's, I can't see enough good things about this song. It was just literally just blown away. And I was like, as soon as we got it, we're getting the person to work to go ahead. It's like, okay, well, definitely could take the front running spot for part one because this is definitely like a good way to kick off the show. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing, isn't it? I mean, I really, really enjoyed the interview a few weeks ago. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. It was whatever it was, two weeks, three weeks ago. Roughly, yeah. Um, yeah, just really, really good fun, you know absolutely brilliant to talk to it was amazing to kind of dig into some of that imagery and some of those stories and the music was just absolutely fantastic but you're right the voice is so incredibly powerful it's ridiculous <laughs> can yeah. you imagine being able to sing like that you would never stop singing would you You'd just probably like you know you're on the phone with someone you just sing to them because you can yeah. <laughs> right because um, i can yeah yeah, she did send uh, uh, send through. So there's a she's doing a gig. Can you remember gigs? They were great, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> she did a gig on the 18th of August, um, and I will find the link and paste it. But it's Pizza Express live, um, and she asked if we could uh, announce it. It's up in London, um, which is fantastic. So really, really good to see people start booking in gigs and stuff like that again. Obviously, uh, she also said uh, uh, I can come along as well. Thanks very much. I might do. <laughs> so um yeah but i mean that's yeah it's great to hear so we'll give that a little plug and post that on twitter and all the rest of it but um yeah absolutely amazing absolutely amazing voice and honestly a real uh, a genuine sort of honor to, oh, to yeah. get the exclusive and just the way that was sort of done i thought it was really nice yeah, yeah exactly so, yeah. And when we were told who who she was going to send you right away and you were first like wow that's definitely all right like, totally yeah. like, totally humbled by that right yeah thanks very much <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant <laughs> So man, uh, next up, um, this band uh, actually I, I bought uh, the, the digital uh, version. I don't think there's a CD version of it yet. If there is, I missed it. I'll go back and buy it if there is. But because uh, <clears throat> we follow each other on Bandcamp, also we talk about music uh, throughout the week here and there. And I saw one person like, oh, check like, this is pretty good." So I went ahead and bought the album. And I'm not sure exactly how they want it pronounced, but it's F U V K. So. <laughs> to be honest with you, when I saw it, I thought it was just called Fuck. Oh, well, I, well, I, I guess. But it's not, because there is a V instead yeah. of a C, isn't there? But I was like, oh. And then it was only when I saw it written down again in the playlist. Like, Actually, it's not called Fuck. It's called yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how it's pronounced. We, uh, sorry if we butchered there. We do apologize. But, uh, yeah. so. <laughs> sorry if we turned it into a swear. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just, we'll just keep spelling it out. And, you know, what? Uh, just in that real quick before we play a song. Uh, fun fact, uh, one of my friends, uh, she's from Bosnia, and yeah. she's still got a thick accent, right? So the word fact, I think I've told this before, 
she refuses to say it. She spells it because every time she tries to say it, it sounds like she's saying fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so exactly. So she already spelled it. I got her to say it in about 18 years of working with her. I got her to say it once. And it's like, oh, he's so bad. It was like, it was like. That's hilarious. But still fights. It's like, wait, wait a minute. What? Oh, in fact, not fucked. <laughs> it's like, it just, it just t- takes a second. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> Love so it. here we go, uh, man, with a brand new FUVK, and the song's called Retainer. Dig this. More words I can't get out. I thought I had it figured out. A way to live just for myself. Convinced that I was doing well. More lies I couldn't see. My own advice I couldn't keep. I let you in so easily. Detached, detached, now I don't need But my stomach hurts, I can't fall asleep Even when you're lying next to me A caving in my chest so deep I feel my heart beneath my feet I can't stand to hear your apologies Or your face twisted in sympathy Your hold so tight and comforting But I just can't stop overthinking I'm losing you I can't fall asleep Even when you're lying next to me Your hold's so tight and comforting But I feel so cold, I'm shivering And my stomach hurts, but I can't eat And I feel my body growing weak I don't deserve your empathy I can't stand it when you look at me I'm losing you, I can't fall asleep Your self-restraint Fair. I mean, I've heard this song a couple times, well, the album a couple times already, and I was like, well, she reminds me, she's got a, uh, reminds me of somebody, and I just like, blanking on it for some reason, and now it's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's Kim Deal, she reminds me of Kim Deal from the Pixies and the Breeders, but 100%. she also has, uh, 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 sounds uh, like, uh, I can't remember the artist's real name, but 
two of our side projects are are uh, Fru Fru and Imogen Heap. Yeah. And I have no idea why my dog is losing her mind right now. I'm not sure Kim is, but um, <laughs> so good. either way, uh, it was a great tune. I really enjoyed it. And another like uh, like a good good painted uh, picture, like a lot of good imagery. And then unfortunately, again, some of the same lines of kind of a somewhat bad relationship. But either way, it just I wouldn't. Uh, when I was listening to this one, I was going through the songs like, well, what one way I'm going to play tonight? Like, it's like, I got to this one because I got through. I was, I said, I to at least two or three times. I got that one again. I was like, oh yeah, this is the one, and this will, this and this, and it was. This was actually happy accident. I didn't plan it because of of the lyric imagery. Like, but man, how well did it follow uh, uh, Millie, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're we're going to be coming off to the next song, but still, that was another happy accident. It just had to work out nicely. So, hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Now that is an absolutely brilliant um, tune. That just I, I love um, the sound of this, and it's it, it's got that um, it's it's really got that kind of um, alternative bedroom. I don't know where they're from, but it's got that. It reminds me of kind of you know that kind of nineties New York, a little bit Detroit kind of music. Okay, yeah. Um, where it's all kind of you know it's a very DIY kind of vibe. But I mean, I say all of that it's brilliantly produced as well. It doesn't quite have that raw like, garage sound, but it's just got something in the vocal and delivery in the way that just really struck me. I can't even remember where I came across that. Well, I know where it was on Bandcamp. But I don't know how. Um, yeah, I just um, saw it. I was like, oh, yes, this is have <laughs> that. And then, uh, yeah, just absolutely top quality, top, top quality. Um, and it's really nice to hear like so many different styles incorporated. And like you say, right. it's definitely got a Kim deal vibe in the vocal and, and all sorts. But yeah, it just, um, it's good because it's kind of poppy, but it's also a little bit dark and it's kind of indie, but it's also yeah. a little bit, uh, you know, it's a little, it does, it's not punky, but it's got a punk essence in it, if you like. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, one thing, just like I know I made mention of uh, the artist, or Fru Fru and Imogen Heap. Um, if you want to, if you want a good comparison, uh, look up it's on it's on YouTube YouTube and all streaming apps is a song the song is called uh, Beauty in the Breakdown and the, and the band is called Imogen Heap nice okay so cool check that out for reference and once you hear that you'll be hooked because she's got such a beautiful voice too and it's got a kind of poppy kind of almost ethereal kind of dream. it's pretty it's, it's badass like, I, I love her stuff like, it was, anyways. so that's reminded me right away so I heard this like oh this is such a great album and I was like yes nice yeah man we, we've been so fortunate so uh, the next song um, Mike this is all you buddy so go ahead oh, I'm excited about this I'm really excited about this and, and thank you for the little spot um, to talk about it um, look, I've been talking about this for years and years and years just this idea of just with mates and whatever like why don't we set up our own record label why don't we do our own thing why don't we put our own music out and you just like we've put loads of gigs on we've obviously put festivals on now over the last few years you know kind of I say we it's kind of different people come in and out but it's kind of me and a, a group if you like um you know kind of collective of people that you know listen to me rambling in pubs and go what um <laughs> But uh, I said last year, I remember I told you and I told a few other people, I think I even posted on Instagram, I made a New Year's resolution at the beginning of 2020 to start a record label. I was like, I'm going to do this. And then obviously COVID hit and, you know, it's just stress and difficult to do anything. It's just, oh, for fuck's sake. So this year I was like, well, I'm actually doing this. I'm fucking doing this and that's that. And I don't care that there's, you know, a new baby that's stopped me from sleeping in the house (laughs) and whatever else is going on. It's just it. And and so we've, we've done it. We've set it up. You know, we've, we've started it. We've got um, 
we've announced one which i'll come to in a second but we've got uh, three or four releases planned uh, with some great artists some of which um you've heard one which i haven't told you about but i know you absolutely love and i think it'd be really excited when i announce it i'll give you a little sneak preview later okay. um <clears throat> and just yeah really really cool stuff um and the whole thing is it's kind of a it's a music collective and a record label it's about curation it's about kind of just you know picking up on some of the things that you know interest me and make me go oh why isn't that person or that band bigger or why don't they have a bigger audience or right. you know how can we amplify the voice um, of these things and for me you know like don't get me wrong i love you know, love songs and you know, songs about you know, certain things. But for me, this is all about stories. This is all about, you know, that kind of narrative you get in music because, you know, I talk about it a lot in the show, right? Your stories have this ability to go on. Sorry. Right. No, I was going to say, well, because you know, I love lamp. So yeah, <laughs> I, I knew I shouldn't have given you that space. <laughs> but, sorry, but, you know, but, but there's something about that narrative. I talk about it all the time where it's, you know, stories give you feelings of hope or despair or they bring us light or they bring us darkness or they can be based on complete fiction or total fact and they're poignant and sad and inspiring and everything and i absolutely love it so that's what we're doing and um we've set up a crowdfunder um to hopefully if we hit that uh, just to give some money to plan kind of more releases ahead otherwise it's kind of you know, one by one because you kind of have to put a lot of money out um right. to start with or reasonable amount because we're doing uh, all physical copies that we see these tapes hopefully vinyl one day although it's very expensive so yeah, yeah. um let's, let's get it going first but um all of this leads up to the next song which is the very first artists that kind of i've spoke to you know lots of people um lots of other record labels lots of um artists and stuff but the i just when i spoke to this guy we just we had this instant connection we're like you get this you get where i'm going and i get where you're going and actually together we can really leverage um you know what each other is trying to achieve and amplify each other's voice which is really what it's all about right. um so he was like yeah let's do this we've got um we haven't actually officially announced this yet, but because it's LMS, I will. We've got two releases in the pipeline. Um, one is a, um, a kind of um, uh, like a retrospective with some rare things that people have never heard and a kind of introduction to, you know, m the people that might know me but not know this artist. It's the introduction to him for them. Um, and then there's also a brand new album that's going to come out, um, which will probably be actually early next year by the time that's recorded and ready to uh, to go and stuff but um like i said there's other artists and other stuff we're doing um in between those two releases as part of the label um but the guy is goes a good speed who i'm a big fan of we've played a few tracks um you know on the show over over whatever period of time um and i think he's brilliant um this isn't something we're putting out this is um He's recently released, uh, we played, if you remember the exclusive the other week, um, his kind of lockdown EP, which is like a rebuilt and remade um, EP, which had one new song that we played and some reworkings of some old songs, uh, trying out his new home studio and stuff like that. Um, so that's nothing to do with me. It's brilliant. And you should definitely go and buy it and listen to it because it's awesome. Um, but this track we're playing tonight is actually one from his last album which came out um i can't remember a little while ago it's relatively new but um a little while ago um and the reason i'm playing this song is it just uh so i had a few weeks ago 
uh, very stressful uh, period of time. Uh, lots of family things going on. If you remember, I had a, a night off the show and all right. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it just so happened the CD of this album had arrived around that time, and I had it in the car. Nice. I was driving up and down um, to various places, and this song, man, just this is what sealed it for me. I was like, I, do you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to do this record label thing. I've been talking about it throughout. I was like, right, let's go and talk to talk to guys and let's start this conversation um, kind of properly. Um, it's no longer kind of feeling around. I was like, let's make this happen. Um, and so this song is, is kind of, it's a very special song to me because of that. Um, I think it's brilliant in terms of the narrative and the musicality and everything. It really represents, I think, uh, who this artist is. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about the whole thing. If people want to get involved in the crowdfunding, please do. I'll post a link to it. We've got, we're over halfway to our target. We've still got um, about halfway or just over half of the time left to um, to get it. If we don't hit the target, it's not going to stop us doing it. But if you if we do hit it, people get T-shirts and lifetime subscriptions and whatever else you want to sign up to um, for the thing. We've um, got a golden ticket thing going now too, right? Golden ticket. So if you have, you know, there's different levels you can sign up at, different things you can choose to contribute depending on how much money you want to put in and what you want to get out of it, obviously. Um, and the golden ticket is when we hit the target, one person will be randomly selected. I'll do it on a random number generator. So right, when yeah, it is. And we'll, we'll literally upgrade whatever they bought to the next level. So if you buy the lowest level, you'll get the next one up. If you buy, you know, one T-shirt, we'll give you two T-shirts because there's two different types of T-shirt, which is right. the next level up. And the the big one is the, the year subscription where you get, you know, literally everything we produce in year one, which is about probably six or seven releases um all will be on cd or cassette and download and there'll be loads of other stuff that goes alongside it you will get literally one of each if you've already bought that or you buy that as part of this we will upgrade that from one year um to a lifetime subscription if you win that golden ticket which i think is pretty awesome because we could be doing this for like 20 years who knows right (laughs) and you will get you know for one one fee like 50 quid for the year you could actually get a lifetime's worth of <laughs> um, completely unique records and other things well, so um, i think that's pretty exciting it's great because like i donated i'm going to donate some more in a couple of weeks um kim had mentioned i'm not sure she donated yet but i think she's going to i think she's looking at the t-shirts first but if she hasn't I oh wish, thank you guys I know she, oh man like we help support this <laughs> plus i want it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so here we go. So, Mike, go ahead and cue the song up, buddy. Uh, oh, you're going to ask me to remember the name of the song. I'm rubbish oh, that. Uh, no, the song is called Gambler's Last Day. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> the song's called Gambler's Last Day by Goes A Good Speed. Uh, who I'm really looking forward to working with over the next weeks and years and however long it, um, it goes on for. Um, and like I say, I absolutely do all this track. So, Gambler's Last Day. I think this goes regards speed. Good speed. <laughs> Fortune smile at me I could be good if I could run free And favored winds blow my way Cigarette ends in an old ashtray And
Right on. Gozer and Goodspeed with The Gambler's Last Day. And, man, I really do this. I know we've heard this a few times, and but the, I, I told you, telling Mike that I picked up a few other things I didn't uh, pick up last time. It, it's not just his strong vocals, but just the, the certain, we'll, we'll call it a, a scaling twang at the end. And Mike, how else, would I, how else would you put that, really? I, I don't know, yeah, that little kind of harmony. Yeah, well, this harmony scale. On the guitar, isn't it? But it's really good, and you can definitely. Uh, he's one guy that, you know, if you see him like uh, busking in the streets, you're going to stop once and you're not going to move for a good long time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And he does that as well. That's the thing. He's a great live performer. Nice, right on. Um, yeah, I've not, I've not, he, he's, funnily enough, he lives 250 miles away from me in a town that I used to work in. Oh, no <laughs> uh, way. <laughs> yeah, it's really bizarre. I don't work there anymore, so I can't go and see him. But, um, yeah, he 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 does a uh, lot of you know live stuff and busking as well. But yeah, he's brilliant, man. Like that particular track, like I say, it really you know came at exactly the right moment for me and really triggered me to get well, right. let's fucking do this. Um, it was kind of I, you know, like I said, we talked about it forever. I was kind of setting it up slowly, and that was the point where I was like, let's just do this now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the thing about his style is he's got a brilliant voice. He's a really accomplished guitar player. Um, and like you said, those little sort of twangy harmony pieces and that, are, that that just that scale is awesome that he uses. I don't know what that is. Um, it's brilliant. But also, I love like, I don't know what you call it. I think they're called refrains, but he does these kind of repetition, repeti- repetitive <laughs> um, parts in, in the vocal. It's almost like a second chorus, like that ghost of the future and past Um make me a better man built to last the way that he just does that over and over again is absolutely fantastic so like i said we're working with lots of exciting people um in all sorts of genres um and it's it's really not genre specific right. um i've actually um got a hip-hop artist in the uh, really? okay. in the wings cool. yeah which i think we, i think we you will the, love he's we, sorry, go ahead. i was gonna say i think you'll love because he's kind of he's also got like a bob dylan folky thing going okay. on <laughs> We have played cool. a couple, a couple, of some decent hip hop tunes on the show. It just unfortunately, it's not that we don't want to play more. It's it's not just a matter of how it how it fits the list, but we're we're very at least I'm very very picky as to what I listen to, and it's not yes. just it's, it's not just lyrical content. I'm just I've always been that way. So um, for the most part, I've made known who are the big hip hop bands I like, and I just, I'm not again. We've played a few great indie hip hop bands as well. But again, it's, it's we're very picky and selective. So like I said, it's not just lyrical content; it's just other things as well. Like we select our other music, so it's yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And also, we get less submissions, so it's harder to pick out. Yeah, well, we um, have we know, have gotten a few, there. but the only problem being it was kind of out of our out of our scope. Meaning it was either we'll put it a little too uh, gangster or a little too poppy or <laughs> word, word, but or in some other cases even though it was bleeped out there was a you know what word and no effing way I refuse whether it's bleeped or not I'm not playing that on the show absolutely not 100% no hard no hard no yeah no definitely so. definitely but no so the, but the the person that I'm talking about you'll like <laughs> um, and, and like I said there's another artist I'm not going to announce anyone you know without telling them I'm going to announce it but there's another artist who um you already like, <laughs> and we're gonna do some cool things. So yeah, there's lots of good stuff uh, in the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of good stuff, but it's really exciting, and I'm really, you know, gen- I-, I could talk about it forever. But I'm genuinely sort of blown away by the support so far. It's you know, it's, I'm just looking now. It's 53 percent of its target. It was oh on for God, 30 days. 
Yeah, it was right. on for 30 days. We've got 15 days left. So that's spot on, right? That's oh, yeah, I should know that because I do get the email updates. I just like, I just always forget. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I read the email the other day. It's like, great. They are. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, hope, I'm hoping the golden ticket encourages a few more people as well. But like I say, you know, it, I'm, I'm not, you know, you don't, no one has to support this. Like, you can support what we do without doing the crowdfund. But it is really humbling to see people doing it people interested especially because oh, a lot sure. of people put money in before we'd even announced the band in fact you were one of them you just like that kind of show of faith was really humbling for me so it's been awesome man <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway let's move on to the next track because it's not all about me it's all about the independent music scene. <laughs> hey, hey hey look there's bigfoot whoa 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 this is about me this is about you <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry this is a little family guy there and just a quick, a quick reminisce from last week's uh, uh, Twitter episode when we interviewed uh, uh, Jamie and Richard. Man, what a great time! And I'm glad he picked up us. You know when I said, "It's like Jamie, why must you film my studio with, with with lies?" You know, and then, and then obviously you know from Simpsons and aha, liar! You know, like, like, well, Richard called him out first, and then we just kind of we just kind of capitalize on it, right? <laughs> So, but we had a great oh, time, man, and man, fun. it just killed me because uh, like, Jamie is an awesome guy. I love having him on the show, and having him and Richard together and Richard's first interview ever, and kind of only interview. The fact that we did this was amazing for Flux, right? I was just yeah, so definitely. pleased and so happy. But uh, Jamie, man, I, I love you, buddy, and like, I, like, like we love having <laughs> you on because you, we literally never know what we're gonna get from him because it just all of a sudden kind of gives you that boom. It's like, wow, was not expecting that, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally, but in a good way, also, what a great way to celebrate a two hundred two I can't speak two hundredth episode. I know. Eh? Um, to have those guys on, it was just fantastic. It was so much fun. I, I enjoyed that show so much last week. It was and awesome. we really do want to thank everybody who listened to or who listened to it afterwards. We really appreciate it. and also yeah. guys giving us like it, it's it's so cool and we are so appreciative because uh, it, no, it's it's nice that people appreciate what we do and we're just literally doing it for the love of music like i said many many times we are not getting paid for it like underline 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 bold letters not <laughs> so, yeah but also brackets yet yeah 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 <laughs> that, 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 that is that's is, <clears throat> spotify band camp pick us up you know yeah right did you see the message i said that i did oh yeah oh yeah i, I tweeted <laughs> retweet and fair for sure it's like yeah one, yeah. one day Mike, the... one day <laughs> It's like Joe Rogan was trending for being a dick. I was like, dear Spotify, Joe Rogan is broken, but yeah, I have exactly. a solution. <laughs> well, I mean, when I heard him talking about uh, about some of the stuff that uh, kind of was enforcing some laws for because of COVID, it's like, oh, you know what? You don't even know half. Let's just shut up. Like, And I, I heard a clip somewhere. I didn't like what was only to his actual podcast. Or if you heard the clip of Rezik, are you serious? I'll shut up. Like, I'm, 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 done, I'm done listening to you. <laughs> like, Or reading this. Like, I wanted to be a couple of months. Like, no, I'm not wasting my time anymore. So... <laughs> Yeah, next. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So, man, next up, uh, we got an email uh, uh, from an artist as goes by Bill Fever, and uh, he gave us the, 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 the code to, to download the album of Bandcamp, which is or EP, either way, man. It's really, really good. So, yeah. I was going through it, so when I heard this, like, oh, man, because, okay, which song are we going to play? Is this a single or not? I was like, yep, we're going to go with this one, and honestly, um, uh, we this is one guy. If he listen, wants to listen to EP, like he, we will get him up for an interview. Um, I emailed uh, uh, just so you know for July, uh, beginning of uh, July, we have um, one second here. I, I marked it down because we got, I've been trying to set stuff up super quick here. But uh, we have um, oh right, Cosmic Boss uh, July third. So sorry, yes, 3rd. yeah. And then on the seventeenth, we have Mazanella, which is awesome, and. 
What I said last week is I made a mistake, and uh, what it was wasn't a big mistake. Is this Eric C. Powell music? They're from Australia, and Nas and L are UK. Oh, so, okay. Like, yeah, I yeah, took yeah. it too confused. It's like because there are people from the UK. It's like, oh, right, Eric C. Powell music. That's UK. It's like, oh, uh, Australia. Like, sorry, my mistake. So, so yeah, definitely. So um, July seventeenth, we'll have uh, Nas and L on. And um, July 10th, I did um, uh, message Adam Bostock, and we were gonna, uh, we did email um, Des McCallumont, but since I think it's about opening back up again on Saturdays, um, we don't generally do a pre-record, but I'll maybe find a day during the week he can do it and try to work it out that way. But we will get Des McCallumont on sometimes. But yeah, we're filling up pretty quick, and this is awesome, guys. Just so much respect and love for you. This is awesome. We love doing these interviews. You know the other one that. I thought we'd put to date, but maybe I'm wrong. But uh, Ron Bose is going to come on at some point as well, isn't he? Um, again, yes, but I'm not sure we booked a date. So, ah, oh, maybe I booked a date and didn't say. It. Oh, no, yeah. I need to look at that. Yeah, that's possible too, because normally. <laughs> but anyway, no, we, no, we, we want to a... get Ron on solo because yeah. we've. I didn't realize we'd never had him on. Well, no, um, because last time we we did hard balls, like... right? So we did rocker hard balls, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. awesome. Rocker hard was amazing too, right? So yeah, we'll definitely get on by himself. Yeah. And you're right. There's sometimes I do mark this down, but. I kind of had a brief check through emails and I don't recall. So maybe you set that one up. Yeah, um, it's quite possible that I suggested a date and I yeah. forgot to tell you. So if I, I did, I, probably I, just I'm you the boss wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I always say to people. They go, hey, can we have oh, a Oh, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, because well, the thing is, too, is I hadn't, I hadn't marked down goes or good speed. And like, oh, the 19th. Oh, that's right, June 19th goes good speed, right? So yeah, that, that one you refresh my memory up, but Ron was I'm pretty sure I stepped the first one, but not this one. So. Please enlighten me. <laughs> I, I, I will look that. I, I, I always try and say to people, talk to you, because I do not have any sense of time. <laughs> so, I, I, got, I got a good memory, sorry. generally speaking, you know, and markers everything down. Like I have on my notepad, I got all the list of our interviews, you know, and as we do them, then I, I you know, delete them off and then go to the next one. But June, we're filled up. Alex, Julia, Lost Chimes, because we're good speed. Then we get the last week of June off, and then we start up again with Cosmic Boss, and then potentially Adam Boss talk in the middle there on the 10th and then the 17th we will have um, uh, Naz and Ella and then yep. one week at the end of July we'll have our so yeah it's, it's gonna be great man we're, we're just fun up here and these like I said these interviews are awesome but I'm gonna start yapping awake because you've got tons of good music to play so like I said our next one up uh, Bill Fever the EP is awesome check it out guys so here we go with Bill Fever and a song called Money Goes to Bloody Money dig this
Fever, and Money Goes to Bloody Money. And man, what a super catchy riff. It was like, was that a bass or guitar riff? But just like, even the vocals were, were just awesome. Like, this whole EP is amazing. It really is. And it's got that kind of gritty, grungy rock mix with the kind of like, like 70s rock and roll. And man, this, they nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. It's a great song. I really love it. And just like, and just the, 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 his own kind of self harmonies was awesome. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? It's such oh, a know, great right? album, what you feel rather. But um, yeah, I, I really like it because it's kind of punky. It's kind of got a, like a rockabilly well, thing. Yeah, it's got a mix and it's got a couple mixed. I mean, it's all sense. <laughs> it's yeah. got a couple mixed, so it's got a mix of. Please continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of punky. It's got like a, a rock thing, a rockabilly thing. It's kind of got an indie thing. Um, and also it's got a little bit of kind of some of these songs could go down a rabbit hole, right? It's got oh, a little bit absolutely. of trippy, spacey. But yeah, it's kind of like a punk version of Hawkwind. That's how I'm, how I'm kind of viewing it. Um, it has that kind of space rock thing with a bit of punk in there, uh, which I really like. Garage punk. Garage punk Hawkwind. How's that? Nice. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm calling it I'm writing that down <laughs> <laughs> remember that <laughs> so man next up speaking of punk we have brand new Without Andrew which is awesome and uh, we had a great time with him a couple weeks ago it's awesome there's some new albums out right now so you can buy on iTunes all the, uh, the standard uh, um, p- platforms for Bandcamp so uh, Matt you want to get on buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> here we go with Without Andrew and Undivided dig this we stand, she know it, we're not, divided, this world is not your enemy. Don't 
without Andrew and Undivided Man, to me, that was literally a mix of, of uh, Blink-182, uh, Newfound Glory, and uh, uh, No Effects, like, or sorry, Bad Religion, Bad Religion. but yeah. <laughs> just like, man, very, very poppy, punky, but very cool, and um, these guys are so much fun to talk to as well, but yeah, <clears throat> that had a solid uh, pop-punk sound, and like, the, the whole album is pretty badass, you guys should pick it up, honestly. It's it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to it a lot this week, actually. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's so full on. It's probably their, no, I think it is. It's not probably, I think it is their best release. It's their yeah. best album. Oh, yeah. Um, Agreed. And it's, you, you know, the last couple have been really good. So it's quite a statement. <laughs> but it is, honestly, it's really, really good. Um, it's 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 fun. It's energetic. It's got kind of, there's a little bit of darkness. There's a little bit of satire. There's a little bit of that kind of, you know, political bit that they put in there, which I really like. Um, There's also two tracks that are under 30 seconds. And because Spotify only registers a song when it hits 30 seconds as a play, it looks like they've got zero plays, which I think is the most punk thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fuck the system. We don't care if you pay us 0.0003p. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, just fucking quality band. Excuse all the foul language. (laughs) Quality band and a really, really, really strong album. That's a great tune. It's a very reflective tune of it, but there's lots of different styles on the album um, all in that kind of pop punk ilk uh, which they do so well brilliant absolutely man so next up we have brand new joe below the song's called another dimension dig this
Right on. Joe Below with Another Dimension. And I really enjoyed the song. She's got great vocals. It had definitely had an 80s vibe to it. But it just still had that uh, um, <clears throat> power and and uh, a mix of a few different genres besides the, the, the 80s twin show. But I really enjoyed this. And this, this whole EP has been very good. I mean, we've been very fortunate. And I'm pretty sure um, they're from Finland. And uh, courtesy of Inverse Records. Nice. Inverse Records come out with such they amazing stuff. It was quite stuff. a good uh, bunch of stuff, man. Uh, seeking, uh, uh, seeking Akira, uh, for one. Seeking Akira, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is, who, isn't... Um, oh, my God, what they're called. Oh, is Return to Void on Inverse? Uh, Return to Void is Inverse as well, and so is um, uh, Freedom Fuel. Freedom Fuel, oh, my yeah, God, free, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure they're, they're all Inverse, yeah. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> Well, man, like, like we said before, and it's very well known that the Finns love their metal. Not these guys are just like solid like, have metal, but they are badass bands. Like, so thankful. Yeah, definitely. No, I love this. This has got, like you say, is it's got a bit of that kind of power metal vibe to it, but kind of brought up to date. It doesn't have like the horrible snare drums. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> and it's just got the you know, the powerful vocal um, and that kind of um, I don't know what you call it. That sort of double. Not a double kick, but a um, double hit on the kick that's uh, that's kind of associated with power metal. I can't describe that at all. Uh, but anyway, it's got that whole feeling about it, which is awesome. It's got all the kind of you know, big dramatic stops in the guitar breaks and everything, and the vocal just absolutely soars through it, which is amazing. It's a great tune. Well, man, uh, yeah, we we got, we got tons of great tunes tonight, and we're oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're I guess uh, seven songs into sixteen of the part of a uh, seventeenth of part one. So uh, next up is brand new Andrew Percelli, uh, and some of the was actually just his stuff he did during lockdown. And songs called according to, according to email. Uh, so the songs called Lifestyle Choices. And guys, this is a great tune. Dig this. Don't 
Andrew Percelli and Lifestyle Choices. And man, this uh, screen like early 90s grunge. And just, just the, 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 such a catchy hook. And I just love his, uh, in this one, a little bit more monotone vocals, but it totally fit what he, were, what he was doing. And uh, some cool skill kinds like, oh man, that's definitely, definitely reminiscent of the 90s. And, but just, just, it just, like I said, it was catchy and, um, not necessarily dark, but it just like you know it got to a political point. But uh, what a great tune! And uh, we have one more that he sent us that we'll be playing next week as well. But this one was the first choice. I, we had to go with a, a kind of ironic pun. I like how choices right, but either way, this is a great tune, and uh, I can't wait to play the next one next week. So Andrew, thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. It was it was kind of well, it was almost industrial, but it wasn't really. It was kind of ultimately a sludgy, fuzzy grunge tune, and it was absolutely amazing for it. It just sounded so good. The vocal was brilliant over the top of all that loud, punky noise. It was fantastic. Um, I just, yeah, I love music like that. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Well, man, brilliant. here's uh, uh, another kind of, a, we'll call it a coincidence, with which which wasn't on purpose. And uh, speaking of which, we had one a few weeks ago with... Uh, Pretty sure it was um, uh, uh, Flux and Nanny Boy. And Nanny yeah, Boy yeah, has yeah. released a new track. I haven't purchased it yet, but I will. But um, with the next band up, uh, Robert Clown Car. Um, yes. We, we played a bunch of them through the last album. Was it uh, Horse um, Horse Logic? Oh, yeah. And that was a tripped out as fuck album. Holy Christ, man. They ever do a great job with that album. But this one's a little bit different from that, and it was cool because when Andrew tweeted, he goes, oh, he goes, he goes, I'm in the same, I'm same list or the same group of uh, Robert Concord. Goes, uh, essentially, goes, a uh, job done. <laughs> so, yeah, fair. But here we go with Robert Concord, and this is one I talked about. I actually had to download and play on iTunes to figure out because I was sure, but not 100 percent positive. So here we go with Robert Concord and Vanity Affair. Dig this. Something that's second rate 
right on wasted pretty with look out um this is a great tune and not only uh this is probably i think the craziest mix i've ever kind of put together in, in in my in my thought process of 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 song of a song but this is literally in my head i'm thinking it's like a mix of old Sex Pistols and old Nirvana. So you're looking at Bleach and the Slash Nirvana the Books with the female vocals and holy Christ, did, did she just fucking nail it. it just, and they're, 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 they're teenagers too. Like, And it just shows what they can do. Uh, AKA Wild Horse, right? Wild Horse the same way. So, yeah, yeah. man, uh, keep it up, guys. You, 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 you have definitely a bright, bright future ahead because this was a great tune and just so solid. You know? And then think of the other early bands uh, that made the mainstream, i.e. Silverchair, right? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, but wow, like that. Yeah, definitely for me, that was like Nirvana the Bulks uh, slash Bleach. So, a uh, Nirvana uh, Sex Pistols mix, uh, mix, and yeah, very cool. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it is fascinating and amazing to hear young people playing such brilliant music. Um, and I guess it's the same with every generation. And it, it almost surprises me because it's. I mean, I was having this conversation recently. You know, I bought all sorts of music when I was younger. Oh, yeah, um, uh, but like most of it was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind admitting that, you know, I had Spice Girls albums. I quite like those anyway, but Boys Own albums. Oh, wait, 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 um, wait, wait, back up. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I had also, but I also had Supergrass and the Charlatans okay. and, you know, it was a real mix. I just liked buying and listening to music. I didn't really care what it was nope, because I enough. was like eight. Uh, okay, I no, I fair enough. I was like... <laughs> I used to buy singles when I was like seven or eight. That's when I first got into music. And I would literally, you know, probably get three pound a week pocket money and buy three right. singles. And because the top 40 didn't change that much, you could kind of get not all you wanted within. within. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kind of get all you wanted within a month or so. And it to change. But yeah, I, I had, I had um, all kinds of stuff. But, you know, reasonably quickly, you start to find your own taste and your own moment. In it. But Absolutely. I didn't know... You know, what was cool, what wasn't, whatever, other than you know, everything was kind of in the top 40. But, it, you know, it was just absolutely brilliant. But you think there is so much shite music out there, and there always was, is my point, right? There's always yeah, been shite music. It's it's really refreshing to hear young kids, well, teenagers, not kids, but young people going, I like punk. <laughs> I'm going to go and play in a punk band. You think, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Because, actually, the, the notion of punk has never changed you know the no. the ideals and the values of punk rock and what it stands for has never really changed it's about you know being anti all the bullshit in the world right and that's a very teenage rebellious thing but it's it's almost like even being in a punk band is is rebelling against being a teenager because it's so easy to fall into all of the really shit music that's yeah. out there. so i find it really inspiring is my point and my point wasn't to tell you that i owned a boy's own album <laughs> <laughs> but i'm cool with you knowing that <laughs> now taking applications like it, it, <laughs> new co-host yeah <laughs> No, I had all sorts of stuff. But like I said, I mean, I literally, I remember getting the charlatans How High on tape, uh, the single on on cassette, because this was that weird time where you could get cassettes, CDs, mini discs, and there were still a few vinyls around. It was a really odd time when I was about eight years old. I had embarrassing moments too. You know, like uh, I'll be 42 in July. So, I mean, I've told before, I'm not going to lie, I did go on the block concert with my stepmom and stepsister, and I was excited at the time, but... I was maybe twelve, I think. For some reason, who was who was your favorite? Uh, 
I didn't have a favorite. I just kind of went because I thought it was okay. And after I like, well, this was kind of stupid. So I'm wasting, wasting my time here. So moved on to the better stuff. And it's like, it's like why did I even buy either way? Um, there, there's, there's that. And what was the other one? Um, oh, I'm no, there's one more. Oh, Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, I never, never, never saw a concert and didn't waste my money. And it was too much longer after they got the first album. Like, whoa! They come out, they were lying. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm gonna put some tape over the top and uh, re-record over this. So, <laughs> well, why not? And there goes that. Thank you so much. I wasted eleven bucks and uh, liars. Thank you. So, <laughs> anyway, it it happens. But so, <laughs> right. <laughs> I want it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm never going to get it anyways. <laughs> so, man, next up we have a brand new song by West Coast Music Club, which I'm excited to play this one. And this is a little different from some of the uh, previous stuff, but this is a solid tune. So here we go with West Coast Music Club, a song called Girl. Dig this.
West Coast Music Club with a song called Girl. And uh, compared to stuff, Ben, this is a lot more alternative uh, uh, and grungy bass, but what a great tune. Very catchy, and it just, it, it just, you know, when I'm comparing some of the old tunes, like this is a, such a change, but it's such a great tune as well. It, it shows what uh, um, um, diversity they have and how they can expand and do different things and still kind of keep the, the, the band sound. But no, we can do this as well as we can do this. I definitely, I, re- I really like this because it's got, it sort of feels like a post punk tune. But it has like all those lush guitar solos and stuff that you don't really get in post punk, <laughs> right. um, and it's got gorgeous guitar tone. That's the other thing. The actual tone of the guitars is brilliant, especially on the lead bits. It's really kind of bluesy sounding, um, without them playing the blues. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's just sorry. I could talk about guitar tone for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds sounds really good. And then I love his vocal, which kind of almost reminds me of the Smiths. Oh, um, nice, good call, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a Morrissey thing. I'm sure this person is as much of a dick as Morrissey is. <laughs> but vocally, well, well, he's got that kind uh, of... Uh, was it uh, uh, those fucking so likes, uh, Morrissey, uh Morrissey's a dickhead? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, meat, meat is, I think it's like meat is murder and Morrissey's a dickhead. <laughs> That's it, meat is murder and Morrissey's a dickhead, yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a great fucking band as well. We need more of those fucking Snowflake songs. Well, we, no, we do have their passing the past so we can definitely throw one in next week. And yeah. it would go right in with, uh, with our next band up called Get the Fuck Out of Dodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's just a whole week of swearing. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly, right? I mean, it's not excessive, but you know we get some of these tunes and can't help but drop it. But we're not limited, or I uh, think we are, are um, uh, censored from what we say. But at the same time, too, we're still kind of keeping it on the level, so to speak. Yeah, we we only yeah. <laughs> the best way to say it, right? So yeah, we're not dicks. We're not gonna be like saying like anything we shouldn't be saying. We're just just stupid, you know. But you know what I mean. So well, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. My first day as an idiot. So, okay. So next up, we have this is from an, a complete cover album by Get the Fuck Out of Dodge, and um, unfortunately, they didn't put it in their Bandcamp of the bands they're covering, and I'm not sure who the song is a cover of. So I'll, I'll let them tweet when they listen, so they can let us know who the covers are about or send us an email, please and thank you. So here we go with Get the Fuck Out of Dodge and still no news from above. Dig this.
Right on. This is a get the fuck out of Dodge. And thank you they were listening. And they, it's like, did I put this on tape? Oops, I forgot. So no problem. But, uh, <laughs> but either way. I just spent ages looking that up. I was like, it says it's on their last album. And I looked, I was like, it is. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put that tune two together. So thank you, get the fuck out of Dodge. Like, great tune, and I just, it just has that that raw, just like a raw alternative. Blah blah blah, go go go. And uh, guys, I'm still waiting on on uh, the cover, which you did an amazing job of put on the album. Is you guys have to put Mayday on by Tom Hawk. You guys nailed it when you put it up on your SoundCloud. But please put the album because I'd love to buy it. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. This this album, this tape is yeah. brilliant. I'm um, I, it, obviously, so. I, oh, it's, it's really cool. It's the packaging and everything, mate, is something special. Um, it's got, it's got fucking soul wax cover on it, which I love. Much nice. against everyone's advice, it's got. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's got Winnebago deal, um, which which um, they discovered through me talking about how they sounded a bit like them <laughs> on the show. <laughs> um, and it's got loads of other great covers. Uh, it's really good. This, it's. I love the fact that I've only just discovered and clocked that this is a cover of their own song that's even better yeah, right. <laughs> i think they might have just topped without andrew's anti-spotify thing for the most punk thing ever <laughs> to cover your cover your own song on a covers album <laughs> but yeah it's, uh, they are brilliant and what they do with such passion and energy and everything is is oh, honestly and incredible they were a lot of fun too for the interview yeah, absolutely. They're great fun to talk to. I'd love to get them back on at some oh, point. Oh, we definitely love... will. Um, we'll have to work it out because we still owe um, 20 grams and Katsy Macabre follow-up. And we've just been filling up so quick for interviews. I've been trying to get them on. It's like, man. And speaking of which, actually, I saw this online, um, which is cool. And it remind it reminded me because, obviously, when I was down to visit you, we went to the pipeline to see Austerity and, uh, and um, Idle Bones. Yes. So in November, Cassie McCobb is playing with Vextril, which is amazing. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, so Vextril and, and Cassie McCobb is like, oh, man, they're playing with Pipeline Brain, I can't see. Oh, son of a bitch. Like, I, I want, we, we played lots of Vectral as well because Cassie McCobb is like, oh, damn it. But that should be a great That's show. Awesome. When is that? November. I can't remember what exact date was in November for sure. So next up, we have a band called Torrid. And this is the one that uh, you sent uh, um, via uh, White Lines and Lights. And yes, so that is not that was just happened to be the email address I was using that day. <laughs> it's oh, not oh, related, excuse but, me. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, they uh, the band's called Torrid, a love affair, and they're playing this year's off the record. Um, Independent Music Festival in Brighton in November, which better not be on the same day as Katy McCall because I want right. to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't step out of my own festival to go and see it. But I'll um, be back. <laughs> yeah, bye. Uh, but this this band are amazing, and um, what they've done is kind of reworked and remastered um, some older versions of, of songs that they had. Right. Um, and this comes out. I want to say next week or something like that. It's it, it's coming out soon. I don't think it's quite out yet. Um, and so I've been sitting on this for a couple of months because obviously they sent it to me a bit early um, when I was asking for tracks around the festival and stuff. Uh, and it's absolutely brilliant. So I've been dying to play this, and uh, I've got the go ahead this week, which is why I forwarded you the email. Going, oh, yeah, hey, we absolutely. can do this. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so um, so yeah, they're, but they're a brilliant band, and uh, yeah, let's play the track. All right, so here we go with Torrid, a little off here in a song called Hold Over Me. Dig this. (laughs) 
right on toward a love affair with Hold Over Me, uh, man. Uh, great vocals, just for starters. And it just, it had like, <clears throat> not quite male, but almost like heavy alternative sound to it. And just very catchy and uh, yeah, very, very cool. I really enjoy this one. These these guys, like I say, are absolutely fantastic. Um, just, it's so, like, it's heavy, but it's so melodic, and it's just it's just got brilliant, brilliant sound, um, which I absolutely love. Um, and they're they're kind of, you know, the the songwriting and the stuff they write about, um, I think, is really cool with this band. So there's kind of, um, what's the best way to describe it? But there's there's kind of, you know, they have that kind of grungy prog rocky type thing, and it's got got a bit of. You know, Queens of the Stone Age and stuff like that kind of sitting in there. Um, but lyrically, it's kind of... The way she described it to me, Sarah, the singer, was it's looking at the way people love, hate, and see themselves and others. And it covers like things like personal relationships, right. bullying, self-reflection. It's just got this whole range of kind of stuff where it unpicks different, um, different moments. It really feels like they sort of put their heart and soul on the page um, when they're singing this stuff. And it's just... Excuse you. No, no, but it's just it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, and I, honestly, I can't wait to see them live in November because I think they're going to put on an amazing show, mate. Uh, and you, you man, you're so lucky. So I expect at least a little bit of the at least a couple minutes of a song. And I know it's, there'll be some video, don't you? Uh, worry. <laughs> it was cool because my marriage was about three or four years ago, where I went to see a Gypsy Ghost, right? Yes. And then there's that crazy dance. like, well, apparently this is dancing. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like, I, I missed those show because like that, that show, it was, was so much fun. And like, I kind of took care of the band, you know, like, and like, I, and I bought a beer for Andy and Pat, so like that, you know, they're singing a couple of times ago, oh, cheers, cheers, the beer, like, let's go. Like, so, but it was a great, it was a great show. And they're always, always good live. I mean, obviously pandemic, they haven't done anything for a long time. And, uh, families have started. I know Andy. Uh, has got his two his two girls, and they're they're adorable. And he and his wife have a vegan restaurant. So, and Pat's still doing his stuff. And uh, um, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Tom has got his family, and you know, I think he's got two girls as well. So everybody's pretty busy. Right. So we'll see what happens. But either way, um, it was a great show, a lot of fun, and they always put a great show. You, you can always count on them. So our next song up, buddy, is a brand new one by Trope. This is off their album. It came out, uh, I think it was the end of March. And the album's called Illa Theromania, I believe is the way it's pronounced. Yeah, I, I saw that and said that you can say that one. But I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on it. I will have my sign to you soon, which I'm very excited about. And this is one band we need to get as well. So I will email them. And I believe they're like the West Coast. I believe they're three hours behind. So we'll see how we can work that out. So next up we have Trope and a song called Plateau. Dig this.
Right on. Trope and Plateau. What a great tune. Uh, she's got a great voice, and this is another is like a good alternative mix with a little bit of tool influence in there for sure, and it sounds so good. And it reminds me a lot of another band from North Carolina, unfortunately, are raised from the grave now, but Reason to Find. And uh, she, this whole album, her voice is just so good, and, it's, and the, the musicianship of this whole album just blows you away, and this is no exception to it at all. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Man, that was so good. I mean, there's so much to say about that. It was so heavy and dark sounding. It was amazing. And then they brought in this palm-muted guitar, which then just yes. turned into big lashing. But that was that palm-muted guitar was so grungy. It was like, I mean, it was so nirvana It was like something off of Bleach, but it was also right up to, you know, um, uh, you know you're right. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sort of track they released post how do you say that post Way post yeah yeah after, whatever <laughs> after you died um, anyway but it had that kind of vibe and then it goes into that note that she held for about 17 yes. minutes like what was that that was incredible that's exactly that was, uh, like something from Perfect Circle with, uh, with, the, with the with the Judith you know at the, at the end when you did all yeah. for so long that's exactly the same sort of idea awesome yeah but that was just like wow <laughs> what a tune right <laughs> <laughs> how are we getting these tunes <laughs> uh, oh man I don't know but I'm very thankful we are <laughs> me too me too so man. next up is a band called Dignity of Assholes awesome <laughs> the song's the song called We Are One dig this
right on it. Dignity of assholes with we are one, and then that was pure just raw unadulterated punk right there. That was awesome. It was such a cool yeah. song, and it just just the name alone just makes me giggle. But I, I still stand by uh, when I when I when I said uh, um, that uh, uh, say what do nothing is still the best name ever. But that comes up close to it, so. <laughs> but, uh, but that was a great tune really loved that like pure punk and just like yes like loved it yeah they're an amazing band they're from Indonesia yeah they're from I North saw that. I know eh in Indonesia which is pretty cool I, I'm tr- I was trying to think if we'd played anyone from that region before and I, I don't think we... so I think it'd be first honestly yeah, I was going to say, but I think we haven't, which is um, pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're a great band. And do you know what? This came from um, a really cool kind of DIY indie label called Headworms Records, yes. um, who I've um, uh, started to uh, befriend <laughs> recently <laughs> because I think they're amazing. Their attitude to everything is amazing, just in terms of the way they treat artists, uh, the way they kind of um, put themselves uh, kind of out there. You can read about it on their website. But, it, you know... It, what's interesting is over the last year or so, I've spoken to a number of like different types of labels and you know, been trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. Um, but also, loads more have popped up since I started talking about right. This is like Salines and we're doing this, um, and these guys kind of popped up in my feed recently. I was like, wow, I'm so in love with what you want to do. <laughs> it's amazing, uh, and they're doing it in a really kind of punk way. And this is, you know song and this band is amazing uh proper good but also it's worth giving a shout out to the label as well because they're fantastic and be a yeah, proper punk proper in your face don't care loud music yes. it's just amazing <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it well next up we have a brand new song by a band called book of worms and i put the vinyl for that which i'm being patient for but this is a great album and the song is called speedball sorcerer do this
right on Book of Worms and Speedball Sorcerer. And man, that was some very Black Sabbath influence. And, uh, you know, the first thing I thought of was, Fairies wear boots, you gotta believe me. Do, 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 do. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you no lie. Man, so, I was thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> what a great tune that was, man. I loved it. Like, this whole album was badass. I can't wait to the vinyl to listen on vinyl, but it's definitely worth purchasing and find them on Bandcamp. So, Book of Worms, Speedball Sorcerer. Yeah, they are absolutely exceptional. Um, it's not often uh, nowadays, for whatever reason, that we, we, we reference Black Sabbath. Like, yeah, no kidding, they're man. such an incredible band. Um, it just, I mean, especially the first eight albums with Ozzy and, and yeah, the two with Dio as well. Um, and, and 13 actually as well. Um, but they're such an amazing band. I, I was, oh my God, I was, I can't tell you how happy I was to see Black Sabbath live. Um, oh man, I'm sure I I've, too. I know, I'm sure I've told you this before as well. I, I miss the, the, was it 2001, 2002, maybe even a bit later. They did the, um, kind of reunion tour thing and i missed that because i was going to like reading or something and i couldn't afford both tickets i was like oh they'll play again and then they didn't play for 13 years (laughs) 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 and then honestly i finally got to see them on that final tour and it was absolutely incredible um but yeah these guys really reminded me of that um it was so cool the guitar work was so tony iomi and like you say fairies my boots was exactly what i had in my mind uh absolutely brilliant that just it was really exciting to hear that to be honest that was really cool all right man well we have two more songs to get to for part one tonight so next one up is brand new ron bows and song's called she's got me by the balls dig this
and Ron bows with it. She's got me by the balls. Now, this is like uh, essentially, I think, like um, Rolling Stones alternative. So, I think, like, kind of like um, post sticky fingers. And it's got that aced uh, feel to it as well. But, man, I, you, you never know what you're going to get from Ron Bowes, whether his soul stuff or his, or his uh, um, collaborations. But it's always badass stuff. And this is no exception. This is a great tune. And I just, I just, I mean, it's a catchy title as well, but it's a great tune. Really love, love his vocals and just love, I've loved uh, some of the, the bridges in the song. Like it really has musicality work uh, wise. It was a great tune. Yeah, brilliant. And also the line, and it hurts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant line. I love that. Um, I have to say the guitar solo is probably my favorite Ron Bowes solo that I've heard so far. And to be honest with you, that's saying something because he's a wicked guitarist. Um, but that was brilliant. That was just that. That's one of those solos that fits what's going on around it so perfectly. Um, it reminds me of uh, the Datsuns in Love. That's like okay. the perfect guitar solo. It's not. It's not particularly. Um, like I mean, I probably couldn't play it. But it's, not that, <laughs> it's not that complicated necessarily, but it just it fits the backing so perfectly and this reminds me of that um but the track for me is kind of like rolling stones meets acdc with fuzzy guitars and a disco beat (laughs) it's just like (laughs) quality absolutely fucking quality mate i love it all right well we have one more song here for part one then we're going to get a quick break so our last song in the night is a band called a clint slate the song's called no way out do this
on Clint Slate and No Way Out. And man, what a great tune. The vocals on that were amazing. And I was telling Mike, I said, she has a light yet powerful voice. And it just, uh, just the whole mix of it is just amazing. And so grateful to get this EP. So thank you guys so much. What a great tune that was. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I've got like three things to say. One is, turns out Ron Bowes didn't play that solo, so it's not my favourite solo that he's ever done because he didn't. Just do it. Lauren Reed. <laughs> yeah, it's eight dollar rum, Lauren Reed, but it's still an amazing solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that previous tune. Um, the second one is uh, the second thing I was going to say. This track. Um, no, let's go with this this band first of all. So to Clint Slate, and do you know what's really weird? Until you said it out loud, I always thought it was State. I always misread that, uh, but it is Slate. You're absolutely spot yeah. on. Well, I um, I went to the same thing, honestly. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but so first of all, this artist Clint Slate is brilliant. He's um, he's a guy in Paris who writes incredible songs, like so many different styles and types of songs across his back catalogue. It really is incredible. I've got a few things actually in my wish list. Um, and I do have, I'm sure I've got a CD he did uh, for one of his albums. Um, but yeah, just brilliant. His last album, Dragons, was a thing of beauty. It was kind of a almost improv- improvised, <laughs> improvised <laughs> um, tracks with, uh, with a couple of other artists where they kind of took, you know, took something and made it into something else. It was actually brilliant. Um, this combination, I'm just going to, so this is coming on to the third thing I was going to say. This EP is amazing. Um, there's this brilliant little description. I'm, I'm a sucker for descriptions, but it says, February 2021, a Scottish nurse and a French musician meet by chance to write a song for a radio contest. June 2021, their first common EP is about to be released. <laughs> I love that. And then it talks about a true team at work, each song being co-written by Iona James, who's the female vocal, and Clint Slate to encapsulate all of their influences and create a unique result. It really is completely unique, like he because he doesn't write to a set style or format or whatever. Everything he does um, is different, and it's brilliant. It's so so good. It's got this kind of you know fusion element to it, but it's it's poppy and it's catchy, but it's also rocky and it's kind of um, you know, there's almost a bit of um, like power ballad coming in there in places yeah. nice. uh, and it, some of the stuff he writes is um kind of proggy this is this has just got a bit of everything in there um it's a beautiful ballad i think it's absolutely fantastic uh wooden bones is the album he released i've definitely okay, got on cd i'm sure i've oh definitely man it's well worth it but yeah honestly this is i'm excited about this ep there's four tracks uh comes out in june on the 7th of june so it's not far away i guess a couple of weeks is that um yeah but it's very exciting everything he does i'm like oh i want to see that (laughs) (laughs) absolutely brilliant right on man well we're gonna take a quick break here say 10 15 minutes uh between uh part one and part two so until then, we've had a great time with part one via the Kick-Ass part one, a lot of great tunes, and we have a, a crazy trip to the rabbit hole for part two coming up. So we'll be back about 10, 15 at most. So until then, this has been Dr. Bones and Mike Five saying Bones out. Cheers. All right. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Shrinky dink that! Krigger out!